Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the Voice Envy podcast. My name is Hassan Osman and on today's show we have a very special guest. His name is Ben Smith and he is the host of the Voice Entrepreneur podcast. He started at Google in the early days and then moved on to the YouTube partnership team. Today he is an active angel investor and advisor and a managing partner at Chance Bending Ventures. So he has a very unique perspective on what's going on in the voice ecosystem. And you're going to find a lot of what he shares extremely valuable. So without wasting any more time, let's get started. Welcome to the Voice Envy Podcast, where you'll learn all about voice assistants and how they're changing the world of business. And now your host, Hassan Osman. Ben, thank you so much for being on the Voice Envy Podcast. How are you doing? I am doing great today. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. All right, so let's get started. I'm really excited about this. Why don't we start from the top and you tell us a little bit about your background and what got you into the whole voice entrepreneur space as well as the voice entrepreneur podcast. Sure. So I'm a longtime serial entrepreneur, uh, just like probably lots of people in your audience is on. And uh, in my early days, I was a early Google employee. I started at Google under a thousand employees. Sheryl Sandberg was one of my first bosses, and uh, I was I was very lucky. I got to to see the rise of Google back in the day. And when video happened to the web in 2005 or so, Google looked around and they said, "Who do we have that knows video?" And because I had started a little video production company in Asia. Uh, right out of college, they said, Ben, why don't you help us figure out video online? So that quickly turned into us acquiring YouTube way back in 2006. And yeah, I just had a blast. I started, I was focused at YouTube on how was YouTube ever going to make money? I was one of the very first business people there focused on partnerships. And they, so YouTube moved me down to LA in, I was the first person they stationed in Los Angeles back in late 2008, but I was pretty entrepreneurial. And, uh, you know, I just felt like I, I saw the rise of the video ecosystem, started a bunch of companies in the video ecosystem, sold a bunch of companies in the video ecosystem. And then here we are in 2018. And I feel like we're at the same exact place with voice technology. So earlier this year, I just decided to go for it, Hassan. I, I started a a daily podcast and voice briefing. It's called Voice Entrepreneur. It's about the business side of voice technology. It's about how to entrepreneur with voice technology. And here I am today. And I'm a big, big fan of that show, by the way. I think I uh, already mentioned that in the intro, but I do listen to your show. And right before we start the taping, I kind of gave you kudos on the fact that I don't know how you do this. My podcast comes out maybe once <laughs> every two weeks, and I can barely catch, keep up with all of that frequency. But doing it daily, man, it is incredible. But I, I should say that doing it daily, given the frequency of the, the pace at which technology in the voice ecosystem advances, is the way to go because it moves so quickly that you need something like a daily podcast to catch up. Yeah, I feel like I'm a, a curious guy. I, I like learning. And so selfishly, I want to be, I just want to be having a conversation with everybody every single day. 
I want to be it, you know, I want to be in the pit with everybody talking, trying to figure things out, solving problems. And to me, I treat my podcast more like a conversation among friends than as a show. Like, I don't want to broadcast to you. I want to talk with you. And so for me, that meant doing something on a daily basis. Yeah, and I, I think it, it captures sort of the human element of it because when people are sort of grabbing their coffee, and I know it's sort of on more on the short form, right? I think like six to 12 minutes, which is awesome because you get that tidbit of information on it. Um, and I know your voice entrepreneur podcast is on iTunes and all the other major platforms. Tell us a little bit about who it's for. Who is it designed for? other than just people who are interested in being entrepreneurs in the space? Yeah, I, I think that when uh, I started looking at voice technology and what was happening in the Alexa space, uh, I just got so excited because I, f I feel like we're at the beginning of a giant revolution. And that means that I think everybody needs to start thinking about how do, does their business How does what they do online, how is it transformed by voice? Uh, one of the statistics I picked up along the way was Google estimates by 2020, 90% of consumed content is going to be either video or voice. That means that nobody is reading anymore. Nobody has time to right. read anymore. And so when I heard that statistic, I just said, my God, because I, I wanted to talk to people about this technology. And I thought about, oh, maybe I should write articles on Medium about voice. Maybe I should, you know, uh, uh, write a, uh, some sort of book or I should, you know, I should have these long form conversations with people. And it was like, no, I need to be doing voice technology needs. That's how I need to talk to people. I need to actually get in there and get messy and see how it works. So that was why I got started. And then I very quickly saw that it's just so early. I, I just, I really recommend to people, if you're interested, if you're curious with how this is working, get in there and, and try it. Um, get in there and start producing content. I think that podcasting is the tip of the iceberg. We've seen this explosion in podcast popularity. And to me, that this is just the beginning of the greater you know, voice revolution. We know that 35% of searches on Google, mobile searches on video right now, or pardon me, on Google right now, are voice activated. Right now, in 2018. So that means that roughly one out of three searches on mobile are voice. That's going to change your business. Yeah, and that's incredible. I mean, yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. In fact, you know, when I started the Voice Envy podcast, I also started a blog. And if I just compare traffic, and I know you can't really do apples to apples comparison between just, you know, text-based blog posts versus voice. But the amount of people that actually listen to the podcast is like a 7x <laughs> in term, and not that I have a huge audience, but just, you know, and just the comparat comparativeness, people visiting the blog today is way, way lower in terms of traffic compared to people listening to podcasts and, and other venues. And I know, I think in one show that you had, I think you even mentioned that you also have an Alexa skill about your podcast, which is very intriguing to me. I haven't explored that space yet. But tell us a little bit about that, about Voice Entrepreneur on Alexa as well. Yeah, sure. So the way Alexa works is uh, there are two types of content you can create as a third party on their platform. One of them is what they call a voice skill. And a voice skill is the equivalent of an app. It's Amazon's word, the word skill is their word for an app, like we on the iPhone. 
So you can create an app for Amazon Alexa. That's one way of doing it. But then they also launched something called a flash briefing. And a flash briefing is simply an MP3 file. It's meant for news organizations to share short tidbits of news and current events if you ask your Alexa for current news or updates. Now, I'm not sure Alexa even realized when they created this type of content, they thought the New York Times and the CNNs of the world would be giving news. But a small group of bloggers like myself and others have started to create our own flash briefings, and we're trying to update people through our Alexa. It's almost like a podcast on your Alexa. And that's one of the ways that I broadcast to my audience every day. And it's growing. It's definitely growing. But I think people are just starting to realize that they can listen to content on these devices. Right. Now, in terms of the actual content, is it the same content that you have on your podcast or do you have a shorter form of it? You know, I've played I've played around with this because it's so early. I'm really trying to see what works best. Now, today, I'm the same content I'm putting out as a podcast. I'm putting out as a voice briefing on Alexa. And that's really because the, for me, the pace, like doing it every single day, right now I need to do the same content. Hopefully in six months and a year, it will be very, very different content. And in fact, to me, the goal with Alexa is I love, I really think the future is when you have bloggers and podcasters like Tim Ferriss, I believe that they're going to be, or like Gary Vaynerchuk, for example, mm-hmm. I really believe that they're going to, you're going to have a conversation with Gary or Tim. Maybe you're in your car and you're like, hey, Gary, what are you up to? Tell me what you're up to right now. And seven or eight times a day, he's going to give you a brief little update. That's where I think this is going. Um, so I'm just preparing for that. But, it, you know, that's going to be a year or two away. Yeah, and that's going to be very interesting. I didn't even think about that possibility. And interesting, you mentioned both Gary V and Tim Ferriss, and both of them are idols of mine as well. I follow them very, very closely. So we've got something in common there. Um, Let's go back to what you were talking about earlier. I know you mentioned you started at Google when there were a thousand employees and you were one of the first sort of early adopters of of video within the corporate space. And I think you have a very unique experience where you kind of caught the wave of video when it was first starting out and you're now seeing parallels with what's going on now in voice. Um, In terms of the current voice wars, right, between Google Assistant, Amazon Alexa, Microsoft Cortana, Apple Siri, and a few others like Samsung Bixby. Who do you think in the next maybe couple of years is going to dominate the space? Yeah, it's a great question, Hassan. You know what? I think that this is a battle royale right now, right? We have every big company in the space trying to figure out how they want to battle each other right now. They're loading up. We've seen companies like Sonos file for an IPO. We know Spotify is launching a hardware device, uh, a smart speaker for the car. We know, of course, that Apple and Google and Amazon are right in the mix. So right now it's anybody's war to win. Everybody has has an interesting advantage. Uh, You know, Amazon is first mover in this space and really popularized the smart speaker for the home. Uh, But that said, the device that we all have in our pocket that's Apple, that's Google. And so far, I think the real usage has been through the mobile phone on the go. And 
So to me, there's a natural advantage with Google and Apple uh, in terms of just, just having devices in people's pockets. If Amazon figures out how to actually sell product through these devices, I think that's going to be very, very powerful. I think if they figure out Amazon, I know is connecting Alexa to the Fire TV. If they figure out how to put this into connected TV in a new, interesting way, I think that helps them. But to me, this is Google and Apple's war, just like every, you know, it's their war to lose as usual. Okay. Um, I would be watching Google very, very carefully. Uh, they do not, at this point, they're not working with third parties as closely as Amazon. However, Am I mean, Google is just so damn smart about AI and about answering queries. And right now, everybody's really saying that the, the Google Home Assistant is much smarter than the Amazon Alexa. Yeah, you know, I heard that too. I know initially, um, when I first started entering the space, there were sort of two elements to each company, right? So with, with Amazon, Google, Apple, you've got the sort of services that are provided, right? Things like skills or what, you know, on the back end, like Fire TV uh, and what have you. And then you've got the IQ or the how smart the tool is or the, um, you know, cloud-based intelligence system is. And I think hands down today, given Google's algorithm and most recently with Duplex and, and what the CEO kind of showcased uh, not too long ago, I think Google definitely has a major advantage from an AI perspective. But what I do see, at least my personal opinion, is that Alexa and Amazon are really all in on enabling entrepreneurs to make money from this space. And whenever you basically uh, incentivize that, whether it's with uh, challenges, competitions, or even developer rewards, where you know if people use your skill, they pay you uh, for it, just creating that ecosystem is is basically enabling a lot of people to enter the space. And it's sort of a first mover advantage or taking advantage of that first mover advantage that they got a couple of years before Google and uh, basically dominating the space. But as you said, it's very close. Like you can't really uh, determine that today. In six months, it could be uh, you know a clear winner or we could still be going on in the same battle. Yeah, I would, you know, one thing I would say is that... Um, one of the ways to look at this space in a very macro sense is that when I was at Google back in 2003, it was a, the desktop era. And in the desktop era, there were 12 search results on that first page. And everybody was duking it out and fighting and spending money to appear on that first page of search results. Fast forward to the mobile era, 2008, 2009, 2010, suddenly, Everyone was paying to be one of three search results because the mobile phone is just so much smaller. The screen size is smaller. Now, fast forward to 2018, and I think we're going to get down to one search result. And that's when you ask one of these smart speakers or smart assistants a question. It's going to come back with only one answer. And so, therefore, in a very macro sense, the quote-unquote inventory or the battle or the competition to be that one answer is going to be intense. Think how much money a Toyota, a Honda would spend when you, when you say, hey, what kind of car should I buy? What's, what's a good SUV for me to buy for, for what I'm doing? Right. That's, that's the battle, and that's why it's important to get into this space right now. Right, and what I'm, what I'm hearing you say is that SEO for voice, if that's a thing, 
is going to be a big, big thing in the whole voice space. Yeah, one way of looking at it is it's SEO, right? You're, you're, you're trying to come up and, and be the answer selected in the space. That's one way of looking at it. The other way of looking at it, of course, is, okay, what does this voice technology, what does it enable me to do? What can we do with this that we've never done before? When we created mobile phones, I'm sure we weren't thinking about creating Uber at the time. Now it's, so now is the question to say either, okay, I want to, uh, I want to be the answer or I want to figure out what, what is the, what does this enable? What does voice techni- technology enable? And that's exciting. Right. Yeah. I think it's extremely exciting. And on that note, based on your perspective and experience, where do you think the next voice unicorn, right? The $1 billion startup will come from? Like what companies will make the most money in this specific sub subfield or any subfields in the voice space? Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I do. I, you know, I think there's two answers for me. I think one is if you want to look early on, I'm always about finding use cases. And uh, I believe that Brian Rommel on Twitter shared a really interesting PricewaterhouseCoopers survey on voice technology the other day. And it was really interesting to me because what the survey basically found was that people like using voice technology. They're very aware of it, but it depends on where they are if they want to use it. If they're out in public, it's a little embarrassing to talk to your device. But if you're, but if, but if you're in private, then you don't mind. So if you, if you happen to be watching TV, if you're driving your car, then guess what? It's, it's very efficient and you don't mind doing it and it works better than reading. Now, I think that the early unicorns are going to come from these use cases. Mm-hmm. So for example, if I'm listening to vo- if, if I have voice technology while I'm driving, all of those use cases are going to be very, very interesting because we just simply should not be reading while driving, right? I have so many friends that say, oh, Ben, I know nobody reads anymore, but I love to read. Well, I'm like, yeah, I get it. But guess what? Even you don't want to read while you're driving. So that things like that are very important to me in the, in the early days. And then secondly, when we look at categories, I really believe that shopping, we are just scratching the surface. I am, look, I have so many friends at Amazon and Google. I don't mind saying this. They're doing a terrible job so far. Shopping should be their number one priority, especially with Amazon and figuring out how voice technology works. They're not doing a good job right now. It's people like you and me, Hassan, who need to start figuring out how people buy products. How do they discover new products using voice technology? Let's figure out advertising in this in this platform. That's where there's so many amazing opportunities right now. Yeah, and I'm sure people listening to you right now are going to be like, all right, light bulb moments going off here and there, but where what applications I can have and you know specifically the car, for example, excellent use cases. And just to tag on to what you were saying about you know people in situations where they don't want to use their, their hands and they're not in public, so every you know private location that they have where they can feel comfortable interacting with voice. I was reading an article just today, I think on CNBC or something, where, where someone was saying that Alexa wants to be in your bathroom and they weren't, weren't trying to be funny. It's like people were saying, you know, while they're taking a shower to listen to a podcast, but more importantly, people are usually busy with their hands, you know, during their hair, makeup, whatever, that you want to use some sort of voice enabled technology 
because you're occupied, right? You don't want to use your phone while you're kind of busy in it. And they're being really serious in the article that there are a lot, there's a lot of potential. And today there are a lot of those major brands that are offering voice enabled uh, mirrors, for example, or faucets or what have you. you. So, you know, that's another sort of area where people can start focusing on uh, to your point about people, you know, wanting to interact when they're in private and not out on the street. Um, So for, for someone who is, completely new to the voice space, Ben, what would, what would be some advice that you'd, you'd give them? Yeah. The, the first is if you're not already, please start listening to podcasts. I believe that right now the very best content in the world starts as podcasts today. Now this content will be repurposed just like when I record a podcast, I will repurpose the podcast into other forms of content, including text However, I believe that the very best content is in podcast form. If you're not already, you need to listen to it. And part of that is that I believe in this clickbait universe, the the best long form content has gone to voice. You have to take also there's ownership and and uh, like you have to have an author with voice. And so we've seen the best content now as a podcast. That to me, this is the early days of voice technology. Once you've started doing that, I then think you need to take the next step. And the next step is you need to start thinking about creating your own voice content if you're not already. And you could shoot video and then take that video and use the audio, but you need to participate in what we're doing here. It's not good enough anymore to to just leave a, a tweet. It's not good enough to do a Facebook post with just text. We live in an audio and video world. So I would just encourage everybody. The biggest leap I had was when I stopped worrying about if I was stupid looking. Because I, and I know I'm not the smartest guy in the world. I know I'm not. But I just decided, look, I need to participate. And if I'm going to participate, I need to start talking. And I love it. You know, I think from, from that perspective, um, focusing on just creating, creating, creating and focusing on the, on, on the voice space is where you need to be. And, and, you know, I was, I had someone on my show. His name is um, Vasily uh, Shinkarenka. He's the CEO of Storyline, which develops Alexa skills in, in a very easy visual interface form. And in less than like 30 minutes, you can just go out there and start creating skills for Alexa. I mean, that's another area where, where people can just go in and create content, create value, and just put it out there. And I could not agree more that just go ahead. Don't worry about the consequences. You know, that's sort of a lesson from Gary Vee, right? Just go ahead, create, and that's how you're going to learn. And, and you want to fail fast. Yeah, Storyline is, is a great – I love Vasily. I love what they're doing. Anybody can, can create voice technology and voice skills with no programming ability at all. That's incredible. Here in yeah. 2018, you can, cre- you can create something magical in about 30 minutes. I, when I first used Storyline, I created a voice skill called Secret Agent where anyone could be a secret agent on a mission, sort of a James Bond sort of thing. And it took me 12 minutes. No kidding. I want to try it out right now. (laughs) Well, I mean, it was very simple, right? Um, But it was just, to me, it was just incredible what's possible today. And that's why I encourage everybody to just participate. Um, Social media is, is, I think it's a bad word because to me, it's really just about, it's not good enough to consume content. We're all producers now. And 
you need to make sure your voice is heard. So I just, I keep hammering that over and over again because as an, I, people never believe me, I'm an introvert. As an introvert, it's just, it's, it's time to share what you have. And it's, it's very, very exciting. And those are great words of wisdom. And by the way, if you are listening to this right now, another important, of course, podcast you absolutely have to sign up for is the Voice Entrepreneur uh, podcast with Ben. I'm going to have the link in the show notes, but you can easily just, you know, in, in the iTunes uh, store, just kind of plug, plop that in and it'll be there. If you don't find it, it'll rank right there at the top. So make sure you sign up for that. Ben, I know we can talk for hours. I know we kind of kick-started this early before we started recording, and there's so much we can talk about. I want to make sure we keep and limit this so that people don't get ear fatigue, which is an interesting new <laughs> word I learned, right? Um, but thank you so much for being on the show. This was very, very valuable, very inspiring, too, coming from someone who's got such an amazing experience and background when, you know, video was was just at the cusp or tipping point back in the in the 2005, 2006 era. So uh, before we kind of wrap this up, where else can people find more information about you? Yeah, if, if uh, you were vibing with what I was saying and you're interested in how voice technology is actually going to become a business, how you can make money from voice technology, then you can check out uh, www.bensmith.tv uh, and you can check out my podcast, which is called Voice Entrepreneur, and you can find it basically anywhere, on iTunes and Stitcher and all that good stuff. Um, but Hassan, I have to say thank you, man. I am so impressed by what you're doing. You, uh, you're doing exactly what I'm describing, which is you're proactive, you're getting out there, you're having conversations, you're answering questions and you're helping people. I mean, you're, I, I just love what you're doing. So please keep it up. I, I love listening to your podcast and, uh, it's, in fact, it's probably my number one, uh, podcast to listen to right now. So, so thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. You're too kind. Appreciate that, Ben. All right. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. So that was Ben Smith with Voice Entrepreneur. If you'd like to visit the show notes, make sure you check out voiceenvy.com forward slash 005 and you'll find all the links to what we talked about here today. And with that, thank you so much for listening. If you're feeling a little bit kind today, please make sure you leave a rating and a review on iTunes. It takes less than 15 seconds. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. And I'll catch you on the next episode.